0: Oh, what you, gonna, oh, gonna, do? Do you oh, gonna do? You wanna get down? Tell me. Oh, what you gonna do? Do you wanna get out? Oh, what you gonna do? You wanna get out? Oh, what you gonna do? You
1: wanna get out? By standing on the wall. Get your back up off the wall. tell me how you gonna do it if you really don't wanna dance. By standing on the wall. Get your back up off the wall. I heard all the people saying. Get down on it. Come on in. Get down on it. If you really want it. Get down on it.
0: You gotta feel it. Welcome Get in. Down on it. Get down Today is Wednesday, November 27th thanksgiving holidays we're coming to you live from frankie four fingers hometown basement in birmingham alabama uh home game for you four fingers i appreciate you for having me on your home soil
2: Absolutely, man. Yeah, right here. Cozy little home. basement we've got here. Yeah, my lair uh, brings me back. But feels great to be here and have a few days off yeah. from the uh, work week. And you get to visit with family and yep. just looking forward to some holiday time. Eat some Thanksgiving food. Uh, kind of battling
0: chest cold. Uh, I'm pretty nasally, I feel like. Groggily. Whatnot. not? Been drinking a lot of warm water with uh, honey, trying to ease the throat. It's just
2: uh, I don't have time to be sick right now. There's too much going on way too much action to be sick so we got to power through that
0: one. Yeah, emergencies have been crucial, but yeah, we're right in the middle of feast week, by the way, which is off to a flaming hot start. College basketball already looks like it's on crack this year. Like <laughs> Facts. I, it is it is nuts. I mean, Kentucky's lost at home to Evansville, and then last night Duke goes down at home to Stephen F Austin on one of the more iconic ways you can lose at home. You got to see the entire Cameron Indoor Arena just die with three seconds left as they all realized they were going to lose. It was a, the whole place just collapsed. But,
2: uh, Stephen F. Austin F., F., F. is no, uh, no slouch. They're no slouch. And I feel like they're familiar to, to, Upsetting big teams, yeah. Well,
0: we got ran out of there last year on the road, and like it was one of those random December road games. Avery took us down to Stephen F. Austin, and it didn't go well for the tide. But we're actually right in the middle of the North Carolina game right now, second half, tied down 11. I know this is bad radio, but we're going to uh maybe have to update this every now and then, especially if it gets close,
2: yeah, especially if it gets close. Um, but I, just just to let you guys know, I, I don't believe either one of us touched Bama in this game. We're rooting uh, for him, but no, not at all. We we'll, may have even touched. This UNC line was a nine,
0: bit. and I I think I I thought it would be like thirteen. You thought, thought it would be like 15. fifteen, yeah. So it was well lower than we thought. Um, but yeah, this is a uh, it, it's feast week. There's all kind of stuff going it's on. It's absolutely feast week. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of pics from the the guy. The guy update.
2: The guy's been sending a lot. The guy's been
0: sending a lot. And the guy got hot over the weekend a little bit. But then, boy, we cooled off. <laughs> he cooled off. He cooled and off. So the guy is still, uh, I guess, we're, we're still riding with him kind of right now. We missed a whole day.
2: Yeah, we so laid off for a day. But we might we'll be see. moving on then. I don't know. <laughs> but our other guys, the money team, some of our uh, Twitter gang, I guess, if you will. Oh, yeah. Denny, they've been Denny, uh, Denny, uh, they've been firing from the hip. Juice, Handicap yeah. Hank. They've been going bananas today on college basketball and doing really well. They've been, these guys are in tune to these games. They're, they are paying close, close attention and they're playing it half by half on all these games. And you should probably give them a follow if you're interested in a, did workday work day at the book?
0: Yeah. They're, they're firing from the hip betting on some, uh, some, i know drake was a big winner today there's there's like i said there's just so much basketball so much going on uh you you just got to really lock in but uh even if you can't yet give them a follow and get some plays it's uh it's been a fun fun basketball season so far like i said i don't even it's going to get crazy when we get to that but uh as far as last week's uh college football and nfl picks went how did you turn out
2: uh turned out pretty good um Ended up one game north of five hundred, which is a win. You know, what, you was, always the what was the record? It was I ended up two and two and one on cultural ball. Yeah. Two wins, two losses, one tie, and in NFL went three and two. No. So nice. five and two and one. What was the push? Five and three and one. Uh, the push was UAB minus six. Mm. Yep. yep. Then I, I lost Ohio State minus seventeen. Luckily, I took them first quarter minus six snap. That was a win. Duke plus seven and a half was a loss. Arizona state plus 14 and a half was a big winner. They won outright. Yeah.
0: Herm did a, uh, did the whole state of Alabama, at least the tide fans, a huge favor, took care of business in the desert. It was a party out there. They, uh, they kind of manhandled Oregon the whole game.
2: I mean, absolutely. It was like never in doubt. It was a, a lot, lot of fun of, to watch. A
0: lot of fun to watch. Yeah. So I ended up, uh, five and five on the dot five and two in college. in the NFL. Uh, I think, let's see, yeah, uh, Memphis minus the 14 winner. Indiana plus 10. They got housed by Michigan at home. Illinois, Lovey and the boys did it again, plus 15. uh, Tennessee plus three and a half and the money line, double winner. Uh, Missouri sucks. Uh, They're done. And then uh, Ohio State died. Fell into that. That looked like they were. I mean, we were up twenty-one to nothing out of the gate. There, they should have could have covered. I mean, the backup quarterback came in and scored like two immediate touchdowns. They fumbled. I mean, they fumbled going in in the first quarter too. It was uh yeah. They made some mistakes. They looked more human, uh, especially after that lead. They they really didn't.
2: That's yeah. a good point on Ohio State. That fumble in the like inside the five or ten yard line going in in the first quarter. I thought that was going to screw my first quarterback minus six and a half. They still covered it. Ohio state first quarter has been pretty hot all year. Uh, the one time I bet it against Northwestern, it lost.
0: Wow. And I didn't bet the game because the number was so big and they ended up winning, you know, 56 or 60 to nothing or something. But I lost on the first quarter in that game. So that's my Ohio state first quarter experience. And then yeah. NFL. O and three Falcons. Who the hell knows who that team is again anymore. I mean, I just have no idea about them. I, I'm, I, it's impossible to quit them. We should have known. Yeah. So do, so do, uh, Patriots minus the six. Uh I can't remember what was the final of that game? Like
2: thirteen Oh yeah, no, they didn't
0: cover. They uh Dallas yeah. kicked the field goal, Jason Garrett, hot seat, Jerry Jones hates him. Yeah, and then Packers uh got beat by a million in San Francisco on Sunday night. So uh NFL I can't win a bet.
2: Uh my NFL was was decent. I had Atlanta too, loser. I had um Giants plus six was a winner. Mm-hmm lost by like five, so close one. Green Bay loser. Ravens minus three, easy winner. And then my player prop, Derrick Henry, okay. over 88 yards, was a real easy winner too. Um, Very easy. I'm 2-0 on player props. I think I might just only just bet player props that, now. I
0: should only take your player props because my picks <laughs> aren't paying me at all. I'm winning money on Saturday, giving it right back on Sunday. On and on goes it's the circle life. a pretty good weekend for you. Life. Yeah, I mean, if I'm not losing, I'm not uh, – I'll take it. But five and five. Overall for me, five, four, and one for you. I think that... uh, That wraps up the recap. Yeah, we're plus half a unit on the week. (laughs) (laughs) After all that, uh, what's the order of events here?
2: So next, we should be rolling into...
0: It's Thanksgiving tomorrow. We've got three huge NFL games. One really shitty college football game that uh, the Egg Bowl is tomorrow night. And I won't be touching that unless I lose my first two plays of the NFL day. Then I might be tweeting out, looking for egg bowl picks. Somebody, you know, tell me what to bet on this atrocious game. Um, but I don't want to even have to watch it if I don't have to, because the NFL we do have some decent matchups. Not early leading off, we got Chicago at Detroit.
2: Yeah, I mean, Ugh. yeah, yikes! Not not good on paper. Uh, eleven a.m. So
0: eleven a.m. game, and Detroit. Apparently, Jeff Driscoll's questionable. It looks like it's David Blau. Uh, who? Yeah, uh, David Blau played at Purdue. And I actually scouted him, or he was there when I went there one time. And I
2: no, <laughs> you, don't, no. you don't want David Blau playing
0: QB. So you're for saying
2: you. don't take this over 36 and a half, which is one of the lowest numbers I've seen all year. I
0: think this game could be 26 to three Bears.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm thinking about probably taking the Bears minus four and a half there in that spot for sure. I am taking the Bears minus four and a half. It, it, I mean, it's really not Thanksgiving unless the Lions are getting beat. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't ever win
0: on Thanksgiving. I, I can't remember the last time. I remember, like, they've had Jim Schwartz challenging, like, he got touchdowns taken off the board for him. They find ways to lose on Thanksgiving. That's yeah. just a great point.
2: I mean, great point. It's not Thanksgiving. I mean, Matthew Stafford a few times may have won on Thanksgiving, but that's the few exceptions in their historic, in their history of playing on Turkey Day. They're losers on on Thanksgiving.
0: Yep, so in an ideal world, we uh, we cover that Chicago game, and we get to see both scarborough with 20 plus touches
2: yeah that'd be a great way to start the day hopefully bears take care of business i'm probably going to jump on that as well i mean honestly it's going to be tough for me not to just go three team money line parlay all the favorites on thursday
0: um i yeah or maybe
2: teaser three team with the favorites so i was yeah, looking at i
0: look at it I'm, I'm, i think i'm playing all the favorites
2: and obviously we'll get into these next two games but I was looking at it and I immediately liked all the favorites and I was like, well, that's weird. I don't know if I should bet on all three favorites. And I was, you know, diving into some research and uh, apparently favorites have been pretty chalk on Thanksgiving Day over the, since 2003. A little research, eh? A hey, little, little research. Pull this little sticky note out of your pocket. <laughs> I didn't Bring say. out a little nugget. Go for uh, it. So since 2003, not a giant sample size, but uh, the favorites are 30 and 11 against the spread. Ooh. And teams favored by six or more. Which would be the Cowboys. Yep. And the um, Saints. Teams favored by six or more or 16 and three against the spread. 16 and three. Wow. Well, yeah.
0: But so that makes me feel a lot better about these next two picks then. Yeah. A little so science in, behind it.
2: A little bit of science. So what's next? On Buffalo's this? at Dallas. That's right. In yeah. the afternoon window. And so, so. And Dallas is minus six and a half seven? Six and
0: a half seven. So that's a steep number. It is a home game for them. Buffalo it wins haven't ever really been that impressive. They always beat average to below average teams. It feels like, but they've got a good record, and they seem to be gaining confidence. Um, it, it seems like they have a good morale. Like Frank Gore broke that record, or, or passed Barry Sanders last week, and you know it just seems like uh, they have a good culture going on there. And on the opposite side, of things, Jason Garrett's ass firmly in the jackpot
2: firmly on that hot seat. His ass is in the jackpot, as you said. Yes. I mean, Jerry just called him and all the whole entire coaching staff out. It was like, we got the players. I don't know why we're not winning.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's a weird game for him to get so mad about. I mean, you lost in Foxborough in that is a
2: good terrible point. weather. I mean, you lost a Who's very the last team game. that
0: won in Foxborough in terrible, terrible weather? <laughs>
2: I don't know if it's ever happened. Well, yeah, so weird game the to pick Raiders, on a huge. Back bone with Charles about. Woodson back in the day, but they got robbed with the tuck rule. Right. And so
0: I don't I could see, see Buffalo, Buffalo getting under this number somehow. It's a it's big, big number. number. I don't know. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna take Buffalo.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah. I know you just showed me all that science. I'll use that for my next pick.
2: I got you. Well, I mean big. I'm probably leaning Cowboys, but man, for like things we just stated, it's hard to have faith in them. So I might. Do, I mean, I don't. I know. Might, I'm gonna have a teaser. We'll find on out what
0: kind of uh dog Jason Garrett is. Maybe there's lots of fire under his ass, and uh, they come might. out and they they play awesome. It or might. Or it sends him into the into the woodshed, and he has to sleep in the dark. I don't know. It, is he cower down or is he rise up? Who is Jason Garrett? We
2: will. We'll see soon enough tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I'm Can't gonna wait. I'm
0: gonna go with Buffalo.
2: You're going Buffalo. Yep. I'm leaning Cowboys. I think I'm gonna take them. Most definitely probably going to take them. But if I throw in a teaser, which is 100,000% going to happen, I'll most likely take Buffalo Mm -hmm. because you throw in a seven-point teaser, getting a plus 14. you got to love that. I mean, they're a good team.
0: Right. I don't know. Dallas plays on Thanksgiving every year, obviously. I I can't ever remember if I feel like they win on Thanksgiving. I feel like they usually win. They're usually
2: the team beating the Lions. Yeah, yeah,
0: if they get the Lions, they win. But then I remember like Luke Keekley house and two interceptions in Dallas and Jerry World and just, I don't know. I'm, I'm going Buffalo. All right. Yep. And then the last game, nightcap, we got the Saints going to the Falcons who if they show up and cover this number Thursday night. I don't know what I I mean, I don't I'll who? The Falcons. If they show up and cover I'll be so pissed. I'll be There's so pissed. There's no way I could ever pissed. bet them again. Ever. Like it can't happen. It cannot happen. The Saints have got to come out and look like the, you know, top seed NF, NFC team that they are. Uh, versus this Falcons team, who it's like they were trying to save Dan Quinn's job, and then you give up, you know, 400 yards through the air to Jameis last Sunday at home and having sour grapes. But uh, there's no way I could take the Falcons.
2: I'm on. not taking the Falcons, and I'm actually absolutely taking the Saints. Love this bet. It's the night game. I have all day to think about it, see if the number moves. But at the moment, it's minus six and a half, and I'm buying the hook uh, to six for the Saints. Uh, I mean, if there's ever a half point, I buy it. So,
0: yeah, I, I, I should, think
2: they should win this game by 10.
0: I should do that. You should probably get that in. I think if we wait till kickoff to put this bet in, it's a seven, seven and a half, half, eight point one.
2: Yeah. Don't want any part of 7.5 or 8. Although, like I said, I think Saints win by 10. Yeah. Whoop up on the Falcons. They just aren't as good as them. I mean, Saints are a complete team. They should go show it, kind of bounce back. I mean, the team is nine and 2 and I've been really struggling, but they haven't – they haven't played their best ball. They haven't the last played their best weeks. ball recently. I think that, they're gonna put it together
0: for sure. A little bit of a concern. Short,
2: okay, so it's like it's a short week. It's the shortest week typically. I mean, Thanksgiving, not as much time to prepare. Typically, short week. The better coaches, the better players are gonna win and should cover. Yeah, I mean that's that's what's gonna happen. Saints are better, better, more talent, better coaching. Go do the job. No, I agree with that. So
0: that'll uh that's Thanksgiving Day. Going to be quite a doozy. And like I said, follow us on Twitter and stuff because we'll probably be taking team totals, props, especially some first touchdown stuff. Bets. Yeah,
2: live bets. Um, yeah, so but follow yeah, you, us for that. That's but a good point. The first touchdown props are real fun on Turkey Day.
0: Really fun. So hopefully hit a few of those. Uh, unfortunately, those props never come out until day of. But uh, that'll get us into the hotline. A couple calls. For to celebrate Thanksgiving week with us. Uh couple or, fire calls. A couple Great fire calls. calls. Uh first voicemail.
3: Hey Odie, hey Frank. This is Josh Farrell, aka the Fuzz, Raining from Nashville, Tennessee. Just wanted to share a story with the listeners uh, about a cool experience I had this weekend. So uh it's a beautiful Saturday in Birmingham, Alabama. I'm down south for an event and uh but it's one of those days where I was looking at my pick sheets, looking at the odds and nothing's really jumping out to me. I'm down on my confidence. You know, I'm thinking I'm not even going to place bets that day. And uh, that's when something amazing happened. Uh, I was at an event, and I stare across the sea of people, and I immediately lock eyes with Frankie four fingers himself. And without missing a beat, he stopped what he was doing, never broke eye contact with me, walked right up to me. He knew that I needed a lock. I needed something to get me going on this fine Saturday before this day of football. And uh, without saying anything else, he walks up, he whispers in my ear. He says, Navy, minus three and a half over SMU, they're going to win by seven. Lock it in. He walks away. I haven't – I didn't talk to him the rest of the day. Didn't see him. He disappeared. And in that moment, I transcended. This is the sign that I've been looking for. And when I came back to, I had a hefty wager on the midshipmen. And as we all know what happens, what do they do? Not only do they cover – they win by seven, just like Frankie Four said. So I want to say thanks for the pick, Frank. It's just what I needed. And the icing on the cake, the cherry on top, end up going 5-0 and that day. Thank you for my bookie, for all he's worth. And I don't even feel bad about it. So shout out to the Bull community. Uh, thank you, Odie. Thank you, Frank, for what you're doing. The uh, gambling community, the, the gin community. And uh, thanks for the pick. Looking forward to winning with you guys. Don't fade these guys. Fuzz out.
0: Incredible phone call. Buzz, appreciate the call, and I think you, Frankie Four Fingers, convinced all of West Alabama to take Navy on Saturday afternoon. You uh, uh, blew me up about it, and then you got home about halftime, and you said, "I really hope this Navy game covers because I convinced the whole wedding to take it."
2: Yeah, a large group of guys at the wedding were Buzz on it. Confirms it. the The news traveled fast once I once <laughs> I let Fuzz know.
0: Well, I mean, apparently the delivery was spot on, and it was like you were assigned. So yeah,
2: I just uh, like he. He mean he said I couldn't paint the picture any more accurately. Like yeah. he said, it happened it just like beautiful. you said. I saw him. I had just convinced myself and logged it in. I saw him right after I'd logged my own Navy bet, went over, told him we had to get on it. It was a lock. Win by seven. Yeah, the midshipman.
0: it's it's dangerous laying a lot of juice on service academies. It is dangerous cuz and they it's were down a It's just a hobby
2: for them. They were down 11 and a <laughs> half and sure enough, yeah, we were nervous. They were down
0: 11 and a half. They came back and did
2: the dang thing for us.
0: I, the whole weekend hinged on Navy there for a minute. And so, it's yeah, always we, dicey when that happens, but boy, it's exhilarating that when was it comes that, through.
2: Yeah, it was exhilarating. We uh I mean, I don't think I've ever got that excited over a random game on a Saturday mid-afternoon, you know, like you said, Service Academy. But they came back. It was a fork in the road for us, and thank God it turned out right.
0: Oh, uh, I was blasting anchors away through the Bluetooth. <laughs> it was a big-time win, big-time win.
2: But I'm definitely glad you hopped on it with us, Fuzz. Appreciate the call.
0: Yeah, appreciate the call, Fuzz. Uh, moving on to our next.
4: Frankie, Odie, uh, longtime streamer, second-time caller. Um, Last time I called in after the LSU game, sounded pretty dejected, pretty let down um, after that big loss. Um, but honestly, feeling better than ever, even post-to-injury. an You know, obviously hoping he makes a full recovery and can have an outstanding NFL career. Um, but now, uh, you know, we called it. We we looked right after that November 9th game. We circled that Arizona State game to go beat Oregon. Um, it was a party in Tempe. Herb got it done for us. Man, that was fun to watch. Um so I, I think we got a a decent shot and, you know, nothing to lose. So, you know. Go down to the plains this weekend. First and foremost, that's what we need to do. We need to beat the books. Uh, no matter what, you know, if we get in the playoff or not. Um, you know, kinda of playing with house money at this point. Uh I, I like that. I like uh the tide with, with nothing to lose. Um go in there playing free and loose and Jordan Hare. Um, go get a big win. Let's let's uh get some bedlam in the bedlam game and um take down Jalen Hurts and hopefully uh erase that possibility of a nightmare on Bourbon Street. Um but uh hopefully uh, we can see some craziness as rivalry week at Oregon to, uh, head to Santa Clara, go ahead and take care of Utah, have two, a two loss, Pac-12 champion, um have Oklahoma with two losses, Um and I, I don't think Baylor can catch up, maybe even winning the Big 12 with one loss, we sneak into the playoff, play with house money, see what happens, Um and, uh, all above, all aboard the McCorkle Jones train and, and just see what happens. Um, just want to call in and, uh, see what y'all thought. Obviously on the tide going into this rivalry week, um, you know, whether we have a team to win it, um, with this year's defense, all those young guys doesn't, you know, really matter. I think getting in, uh, to the playoff, um, keeping that streak alive and just seeing what happens will be a lot of fun. Um, look forward to, uh, see what y'all got this week. Appreciate it guys.
0: Appreciate the call from HV Brawley there. Uh, He's got a pulse again. That's good to hear. Uh, He was dead man. A absolute corpse on the phone after that LSU game, which I don't blame him. We all were. It was a tough one. But uh, I guess breaking down, yeah, uh, like we said, Arizona State took care of Oregon. Now need to flip that, then take care of Utah and Levi's at the Pac-12 championship just to go ahead. I think they're pretty much eradicated anyway, but it would just, you know, we'd get an extra 30 minutes of sleep, I guess you could say, if Utah was done for. Um, and I think they will kind of take care of them. If you saw, like, that Arizona State game, the way you beat Oregon is downfield shots, big plays. And that's kind of what Arizona State did. Utah is a – you know, they, they lean heavily on Zach Moss in that run game. It's not really their strength. So, I think Oregon can take care of them. So, I'm, I'm not too worried about Pac-12 for you.
2: No, I am not. Um, I would be if Arizona State hadn't pulled up that oh, yeah. huge upset. But Agreed. since they did, I, I feel great. I mean, yeah. that's what we need to happen out there. Yeah, for sure. So, and
0: then moving on, Oklahoma's got quite the test. At Oklahoma State this weekend, we'll get into that game. I think we're both playing us. I don't know what side you're on, but I think we're both playing that game. And then, uh, but yeah, obviously, it wouldn't hurt to help them lose and get out of there. And then Yeah, the uh, Big
2: Twelve's tougher than the Pac-12 at this at this point. Right, and it feels like we need Oklahoma to lose this weekend, and then to beat Baylor again. Yeah, I mean that's and what we need to happen for sure, for sure. And then uh
0: that'll move us into the, the end, the last part of the rest of his call, the Iron Bowl. It's where it all starts. Uh, the playoff doesn't matter if yeah. uh, Bama doesn't take care of business. He started in off Air. shouting
2: out Tua's recovery. Oh yeah,
0: Tua's recovery. Yeah, for sure. That's a uh, that i've actually read some some updates on that i think it was Stuart mandel uh if it wasn't i don't care it was one of those journalists they uh they talked to a few like college scouting directors and kind of asked what his options were and i mean it all depends on how this thing re- how he recovers but i mean they made some good points he's got some tough decisions man some really tough decisions i think uh you know if you look at coming back next year i think next year's quarterback class draft wise is is stronger than this year's with Lawrence and uh, Justin Fields, you're you're battling against two guys better than, than I think probably better better prospects than Burrow and um, yeah I agree and uh, Herbert so that that's one thing you have to consider and then also if you come back next year I mean
2: it's just leaving a lot of money on the table it's leaving a
0: lot of money on the table is that I mean is it possible to I mean if he were to work his way all the way back up where they're projecting him I guess to fall this year is kind of that like mid to first round which is Difference between pick two and pick twenty is twenty million dollars. It's so, it's quite, big, quite but a, the difference
2: in uh, getting drafted late first round and staying in college it's a, it's a zero money too. You know, it's, yeah, zero it's money, but money. But what if he
0: were to what if they're saying if he were able to come back next year and then work his way back into a top five situation where he's not missing fifteen million there?
2: I would love it as a Bama fan, but for him, I think it's I, di- think, I think the injury dicey. risk
0: is too great for the next year. Yeah, I, I think you come back. What's he? I mean what what was to say this isn't gonna happen against Arkansas next year or something, you know, and you just add another injury onto the list, then you don't even want to think about that. But yeah. then another the the most interesting option I read about in this article was by far that say so he's not gonna be ready to throw it pro days in March, apparently, is what they're saying. But uh say that he is ready by July, that the or the uh supplemental draft in the NFL, which is you're only eligible for the supplemental draft if you've had a drastic change in, quote, circumstances between the April draft and to July, which a lot of times is poor, like pending legal charges. Uh, if guys have, you know, they're untouchable at the draft, if they're accused of something and if yeah. they get cleared or, or they're not convicted, then yeah, they show up in the supplemental draft. Very few people are taken. Uh, th- there might be one or two guys selected every five years. I think the highest one ever is Josh Gordon in the third round. So if Tua, for some reason, was able to enter that draft, so how that works is the supplemental draft is if you take someone, so they go, they start with uh, first pick, first overall. They have an option to take any of the guys in the supplemental draft. But if you take someone at first pick, first overall, that means they're your pick for the next year in the draft. You don't get that pick. That person is your pick. Oh, uh, I got you. Yeah. And so, then they go to second overall, third overall. So, these teams are basically saying no, 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 no all the way for every pick through seven rounds until maybe there is some, you know, a pick in the fourth round, 130th overall, where are like, yes, we think this guy's good enough. You know, we like this guy. We want to. We'll give up this pick for him next year. So, if two were to enter that situation, it's unprecedented. Who knows? what you know a guy of that caliber with you know all the health questions around it and everything i don't really know i have no idea
2: that's very very interesting and, and pretty wild to think about if that happened but i just feel like he's going to get drafted in april i'm thinking late first round um And if he does get late first round, I think that's great for him. You know, land with a a good franchise, already good record, obviously, rather than
0: get in an NFL building and get on their rehab. Yeah. You know, where it's your job, obviously. You don't have class, all those other external factors. You're just solely focused on getting ready and and football. And, yeah, I would agree with that, too. Or the quote that, like, will stick with me out of this article is the only objection to that where – is if whether that everybody leans that that's the, the route he's going to take is to to go ahead, come out, get in an NFL building. But he said the, if he fails, so obviously he's going to have to go through extensive medical interviews and whatnot with every team, every team's doctors. They said if he's going to fail twenty five out of thirty team physicals, then he's got a real decision to make. And so, let's just pray that doesn't happen, praying for a full recovery. But I read that, and I thought all that was extremely interesting. That is. That's wild. Yeah. So, uh, and then that, yeah, moving in now to the Iron Ball. Tide rolling into Jordan-Hair, 230 Saturday um no need to you feel, know I mean, how do you feel are you can what are you what are you concerned about or are you concerned
2: uh I mean I'm concerned about their defense and Mac Jones maturity but I do feel good about it kind of like Brawley said we're playing with house money I mean it's our backup quarterback you know um I think we're gonna we're gonna rally around him and we're fo- super focused this week I mean say we don't have to explain to these guys how big this game is not only is that our storied rival across the state um also obviously it has giant playoff implications right and i think we're gonna show up ready to play and and take care of the bugs i i think this game comes
0: down to like time of possession
2: absolutely in turnovers. T- we, and turnovers can we turnovers can we protect the ball we're we're number one or two in the nation in, in turnover you know differential and if, if mac can cannot if, you know let it go to the other team yeah. if we can if we can win that turnover battle I think we win the game and hopefully Bo picks stays true to his name. I think Xavier McKinney has two picks in this game. Not one, not three, two picks from Xavier McKinney.
0: I'm just looking at it from not an individual perspective, but we have to have to – the only thing that they can do that can possibly give us fits after watching them, just knowing Gus and how he runs, is if they go tempo. If they're able to get first – I mean, you know, seven, eight yards on first down runs and they go tempo and can tempo us down the field and control the ball – that's the only thing like they can do that, that scares me. So can't let them get big gains on first down. Keep them behind the chains in third. You know, if, if if we're able to keep them in third to medium and long, I think we have a great shot. I like our chances
2: a lot, which I think we can do. And I know but, we got. And all...
0: then on the opposite side, I think we, we have to be able to run the football. Have to be able to run the football. Absolutely, it's going to be the biggest challenge our the offensive lines had to this point. So, like, Evan Neal, Deontay Brown, those guys got to play. Those guys got to kick ass Saturday. And uh, Landon Dickerson, love what he brings to the line. He's got a chip, but can't have any of the bullshit personal fouls this game.
2: Can't have any dumb penalties. He's
0: uh, one, I believe, like every game, at least the last two or three. And it's because he plays to the end of the whistle or past the whistle or whatnot, and I love that about him. I think that's something with a special trait that he brings to our offensive line. But on top of it, it's just that shit will get you beat down here. That's the kind of stuff that will kill us. So, got to Ho- keep Mac in favorable situations, but uh, I love our chances.
2: I do too. Hopefully, the opposite happens and Dickerson keeps his cool, but he talks enough smack to those interior D linemen for Auburn and pisses them off enough where he gets them to, to do a dumb penalty after the whistle. Wouldn't hate that at all. That would be phenomenal. So, so
0: what's your score prediction?
2: Well, I mean, thinking about like time so position is going to be huge. Yeah, let's we, go ahead and like we,
0: talk line. So, the line is three and a half. Three and a half, correct. Three and a half over under 50. That's right. So, uh, yeah, what are you thinking? Go ahead with your score prediction and I guess what you're betting.
2: Man, this is tough. I mean, I'm taking Bama minus three. I'm buying the hook. Yeah, I believe we can do it. Score prediction's tough. I need to put a little more thought into what the exact score is going to be. I think 27 20 would be nice. Um, 27, I was 27. Say 28, 20. Wow,
0: so I think, yeah, this is I don't see us winning. By double digits. Not It's going to be a close. Yeah, this is game. This is there's a, a better chance we lose than win by double digits. In my opinion. Not that it can't happen, but I still I, I think down there, uh, Mag Jones making his first start. It's it's a tough environment. Give him credit for that. But I think it's a tough environment. But I do think we're able to run the ball enough, keep their offense off the field, their defense on the field. Eventually wear them down. Twenty eight twenty. I like Najee Harris having a big day. Uh, He's uh, going to have to.
2: Love Najee having a big day. We can't abandon the run. We have to stick to it. And I believe we will yeah. strictly because who's a quarterback. Right. And we have to help him out and do that. And, like, time of possession, like you said, is going to be huge. And, and if we can control the ball, control Defense, the tempo. It's
0: the, those quick little RPO, little quick passes, bubble, flanker screens, or whatnot, the, where they put our linebacker in between uh, and make him choose, just have to be able to stop that. Stop that. The, sh- the shades and mirrors or curtains bullshit. They, they do. You have to be able to stop that. Get, if we're able to stop that, keep them and where they have to throw the ball on third down, and we can just pin back and go after it. I love our, I, I love our chances. But I mean, like I said, stuff you got to do to win down there. Yeah, I mean just Gus,
2: turnovers and protect the football. Gus is known to come up with some schemes offensively, which have been you know successful. But I'm not, I'm not scared of this offense. I know no, our defense isn't all. the same as it's been. But I'm just, I'm, I'm glad that you know that's, if it has to be the year our defense way to put it i'm not scared of their
0: offense but i am a little scared of our defense
2: a little scared of our defense but yeah their offense doesn't worry me too much so i'm feeling confident in bama
0: yeah so i'm playing bama minus 3 and i'm playing the under 50
2: uh, i don't i don't touch unders but i like the under yeah i, th- I, mean, I don't see this score game going prediction
0: just predicted the under yeah facts so, i'm taking it
2: but it's life too short to bet the under
0: i understand but i i think i think this is a game that's uh, going to be a marathon not a sprint so I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm taking, yeah, under 50. Those are my first two plays of Saturday. And then moving on to the rest of our sheets, I think we're on a lot of games, but not a lot of the same games. Maybe, uh, maybe
2: one or two of the same. Yeah, but It's
0: rivalry week. There's a lot to there's go on. a here. lot. Yeah, so Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Bedlam, are you on either of that? <sighs>
2: not at the moment.
0: Not at the moment. But I am.
2: But I'm lean, I've got a lean, but let's hear what you're on. Oh,
0: I, I love Gundy and, and the go. Cowboys plus 13 and a half, and I love the over 69 and a half. I liked this when I saw it. Uh, I mean, this game's at Oklahoma State. I liked this when I saw it. And then watching Gundy's press conference and just the balls on that man, the confidence he spoke with. Did you see that?
2: I didn't. Does oh. he still have the mullet?
0: Uh, oh, yeah. He's got the mullet. So mullets
2: aren't a thing that anymore that you're. I'm, they're back on my good side. Okay.
0: Flowing and glorious because I, I already feel this. Gundy, Fill me in on
2: the press conference. So.
0: He's like, he just read off these, he read off like six or seven numbers of like 100, 98, 120. It's irrelevant, but he got to 180. And he talked about that—that's the number of rush attempts from Jalen Hurts. And he's like, "They got you all fooled." He's just talking to the media, like he's like, you know, giving them wisdom. And I loved it. <laughs> you know, he's like, "They got you all fooled." This is this offense, man. It's, it's just the wishbone is the spread. It's just the wishbone. Got to be able to stop the wishbone. He's got him figured out. He's got Gundy's, Gundy's got Lincoln, Lincoln Riley pinned up on the dartboard, and he's just. Throwing darts right in his nose. He's got him pinned. He knows exactly what they're going to do, and they're going to take care of business. If I could possibly get a money line online, I would probably take something on it. A sprinkle. Yeah, yeah, a sprinkle, but, I mean, probably won't be able to because that number's so big. But uh, if you're at a casino or something, I think you sprinkle this one. I think I like Oklahoma State in a shootout because they've got NFL guys on offense. They do. They have Chubba Hubbard, the running back. I I didn't see the finalist list. Just saw there was no Bama guys in it, so there was no reason to look, but he could
2: be a Doke Walker finalist. I think he was. I'm I'm almost positive he was on the finalist.
0: They got the guys. Tylen Wallace, good receiver, quarterback. We'll figure that one out on the way. But yeah, I'm rolling with the Cowboys plus 13 and a half over 69 and a half.
2: Well, my lean was the Cowboys getting the points, and I think you just convinced me. So Turn that into a play. With saying that, I'm buying a hook to 14.
0: Okay. Love it. Love it. Love it. And... I mean, let's, Oklahoma's been in dogfights. It seems like a lot. The last half of the season.
2: A lot of dogfights. I like the over two you mentioned.
0: Yeah, over 69.5. Big number. Don't be scared by it. What's, uh, what's the next game on your list? Uh, My next game is Iowa and Nebraska. Ooh. Friday game. The Friday game. <laughs> it makes more sense. Somebody tell me about it. I'm not uh, playing this,
2: but. I mean, this is a rivalry game in itself. Uh, Nebraska at home getting six. They need a win to be bowl eligible. Is there a trophy for this game? I'm sure there is, but I don't know what it is. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, I, did, I didn't Should, know this. Was like looked a, it up.
0: I didn't know this was like a real rivalry.
2: I mean, I think they look at it as okay. Well. Yeah, I mean, I could see. Go ahead. I think PJ Fleck and the Magic's is, is running out this weekend. I mean, they've had a great season. Oh, this is Paul Bunyan. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> Paul Bunyan's ex. Yeah, yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah, yeah. PJ Fleck, you think the Magic's running out? I think so. Um, I mean, they've had a great season already. It's not going to like damper anything too bad. Um, but Nebraska needs a win to be bowl eligible. They're at home getting six. I don't think I'm sprinkling money line, but I'm taking the plus six. I think Scott Frost and those guys are just somehow going to get it done at home, 1.30 on Friday.
0: Hold on. We said P.J. Filet. I'm so confused. We, we've we talked about Minnesota. Oh, my Wisconsin, God. We're going to have to edit this. Iowa.
2: We're gonna I know we
0: to just, edit we this. can figure this out. We talked, We
1: talked. can. We can figure this out.
2: We just talked about Minnesota, Iowa. It's Iowa and Nebraska. I don't know why I mentioned P.J. Fleck. That was Minnesota. Are you playing that game too, though? I don't know. Do you have it on your list? Yes, I am yeah, playing yeah, that see? game. <laughs> go
0: ahead and roll in that one. You just did it all at once. It's fine. So you're playing Scott Bros, minus six.
2: No, There's plus so six. many games. My mind is, okay. Yeah, I'm taking Nebraska and the Cornhuskers plus six. There we go. At home versus <laughs> Iowa. Iowa is not Minnesota and P.J. Fleck. Iowa did have some magic last weekend. They beat P.J. Flake. That's right. They own P.J. That's what the. That's what it was. You're taking the guy who... Okay, you're taking Frost. Gotcha. Very okay. confusing, guys.
0: Nebraska plus six. Chalk it up. Chalk it up. Moving on to Minnesota,
2: Nebraska. Minnesota, Wisconsin. Good Lord. <laughs> All right, Minnesota, Yeah, Wisconsin. moving on. Wisconsin at Minnesota. 2.30 Saturday. I'm on the Badgers. I'm taking Scottie minus two and a half. This is a lock. This is my... My two-unit play, there's going to be snow.
0: Oh, it's, it's Badger football weather. It's
2: Badger football weather. That O-line, is just looking forward to this game all year. Jonathan Taylor's had two 200-yard games in a row. Make it three this weekend. And Minnesota, this is where I was talking about PJ Flex magic runs out. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota's, you know, they've been w- doing well offensively. Passing the ball through the air mainly is their strength offensively. Yeah. It's not going to be a huge air raid in this in this weather this weekend. Yeah. I'm taking the Badgers. It just, it just stylistically, it just makes sense in their favor. Just give me On those. On the
0: road. Yeah. I, I mean, that makes sense. I agree. I like that pick. All right.
2: Jonathan Taylor, 200 yards, third game in a row. Yeah. I don't know. PJ just scares me though. He's
0: a pretty motivating guy.
2: Yeah. He scares me. I can't even remember where the hell he, who he coaches for. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, so uh, next game I'm playing uh, LSU minus the 17 at home against A&M. A&M had a, they, they fought hard last week. That was off a bye. That was their last bullet. I think LSU is going to beat the hell out of them on Saturday. That's I don't really have
2: a play there, but I don't hate it.
0: Minus 17. I'm laying that. Then uh, moving on to the big house, Ohio State at. Michigan,
2: yeah, this is a big game. Another 11 a.m. game. God, I would hate to be an Ohio State fan. Not, I mean, they're they're good, so that helps. But they it's feel like they the always big, have 11 a.m. games. It's The Big
0: Ten, man, it sucks. Big Ten is a shitty conference to be in when it comes to have. You mean your day's over by noon?
2: That would suck. I would. Have, we had like two of those this year, and they weren't even big games, and, and we were pissed. We never had a big 11 a.m. game
0: here, at least.
2: But uh, what's your play here?
0: So I went back and forth on this one. This one's a tough game. I went back and forth as well. Uh, but I've found my side, and I'm pretty confident in it. Uh, Ohio State is who we think they are. They're full of the NFL guys. They uh, should have finished off Penn State by 30 last week. Didn't happen. But, I mean, they've been hot all year. Uh, you're talking to a guy who took uh, under 10.5 on Ohio State total wins on the year. Yikes! They're currently at eleven. Haven't even made it through this season yet. Um, I laid two uh, minus two hundred juice on that as well. Oh man! Yeah. So uh, with that being said, I, I think Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines are quietly playing some of their best football right now. I bet against them last week, and they beat the hell out of Indiana. They beat the hell out of Michigan State the week before. These aren't great teams. I get that. Uh, they they beat somebody else. They beat oh beat the hell out of Notre Dame. They, they're they're. I'm just saying if, he, if he's going to do it, he's got to do it this time. I don't know if they're going to give him a, uh, you know, another couple of years to keep doing this over and over again. It's, it's Ryan Day's first game in this rivalry. I, I'm, I'm going when I'm catching the eight-and-a-half with Michigan.
2: I've flip-flopped all day, but I'm back on Ohio State minus nine Ooh. or eight-and-a-half. Well, um, I think Ryan Day has been great this year. I think he's going to continue – to do what he's been doing, he's going to take care of Jim Harwell and these Wolverines. Minus nine, I got one unit on that for Ohio State. We're probably going to go two units on the Ohio State first quarter when that comes out.
0: If Michigan could win this game, it would be absolute chaos.
2: It would be absolute chaos. And I wouldn't hate myself for taking Ohio State if that happened. But regardless, Ohio State I, will cover I, that first quarter. I mean,
0: I, for the playoff picture and Alabama's chances, I don't want that to happen. I'm just saying.
2: I don't know. I don't – would that hurt us?
0: I, I think – well, I then, I think you. Michigan's got two losses or one yeah. They got two. If they yep. got two, then I think we'd be good. But still, I don't want to have to hear about them. Like, I feel like they would start – they'd start being chatter, 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 chatter. At the end of the day, I think it'd fall on deaf ears. But I just don't even want to have to deal with the Dan Walkins and Joel Klatz and, you know, Bammer hating assholes that are out there. But – We'll see. I'm taking Michigan plus eight and a half.
2: I'm on Ohio State minus eight and a half. And first quarter when it comes out, that well, is going to be a – I just can't wait for that first quarter. It's been we'll,
0: hot all year. We'll we'll know what kind of game it's going to be by that first quarter. Um, moving on, got a
2: couple more? Oh, yeah. Um, I got one more. UAB minus eight and three UAB Blazers at four and seven North Texas. Are you kidding me with this line? UAB minus three? Give me the Blazers.
0: I saw someone called North Texas the most underachieving team of the year. Uh, Like, apparently, they were supposed to be really good. Like, they had a lot of guys come back, and then it just all fell apart. But I'd be – a little worried about those guys putting it together for one final game. For what? They're I, four
2: and seven. They can't even go to a bowl if they win this game.
0: It's the last time those guys will ever get to look each other in the eye in the locker room play and with it one another. sucks for them because it's going to be a loss.
2: <laughs> UAB is coming into town. The The Conference USA, the West is all knotted up between three teams at five and two in the conference. Or five and, yeah, five and two, five and three, one of those. And UAB has to win to, to get that, to secure the West Conference USA and go to the Conference USA championship game. There may be some tiebreaker happen if the other two teams win as well, but UAB is getting it done this weekend. They're motivated. They're the better team. They actually have something to play for. So UAB minus three is easy. Love it. I mean, I think if they were at home, it'd be seven points. So I, I don't think North Texas has too much. They a home win, field advantage. Are they,
0: if they win, are they in the USA championship game? It's
2: going to depend on the the other two teams and how they play this weekend. And then if they both win,
0: yeah, so what happens if they all three win?
2: Then you know? there's some kind of tiebreaker that I don't even know about. This is like one of the It's going to probably my, go to
0: head-to-head. To head. I'm looking at my future sheet, and this is the, one of the only things I have alive.
2: You have UAB to win Conference USA?
0: 50 to win 350. So I really need it just to cancel out the rest of these. God, this is a bad future sheet.
2: I'm trying to think. Okay, so La-tech is LaTeX and Southern Miss and UAB are all tied in that conference, in that west side. Uh, so Southern Miss is at FAU I think a big underdog Ooh. Law Tech hosts UTSA I think they're a favorite there yeah Um.
0: I don't think I mean
2: oh UAB beat Law Tech so if Southern Miss loses
0: we need a Southern Miss loss and UAB win
2: yeah that's it alright gambling gods you heard it let's put out there make it happen buy four or more
0: yeah buy four or more so amen that's your college sheet that's mine I got two more quick wins Clemson minus 27 and a half at South Carolina. This is a weird 11 a.m. game in this rivalry. I, I just don't expect this to be a close game. South Carolina's just beat up. They're beat up. They fought hard this year, but had to play the whole year of the third string quarterback. I, I think Clemson's going to win by, you know, I think 42 to 10 or something like that. Didn't
2: get scared of the number, even in rivalry game in
0: yeah. Columbia. I'm not going to allow myself to be scared. So I'm taking Clemson there. And then final game, late night special, uh, the party goes on in Tempe. They're laying 14 at home against Arizona. Uh, Herm, Herm, Herm. Herm is going to put it on Kevin Someone, Sumlin. Kevin Someone's team has quit. They quit long ago. a long time ago. A long time ago. Herb's team is peaking. I don't see how that kid who plays quarterback doesn't throw for 700 yards on Saturday night in the desert.
2: So I, I liked Herm when I first looked at it this weekend. And then I thought, you know... Them beating Oregon outright probably inflated that line a good bit, and I kind of scared me off. But I mean, I—God forbid—I would never take Arizona in this spot either. So I like it. I'm just—I'm just not on it.
0: I, I, I love it. I, I'm putting two units on that one. <laughs> I've got that one circled.
2: I love it's just, it. I, it's, I'm so you. that's your your lock of your college sheet? Yep, is Arizona State. Mine's Wisconsin Badgers. Mine two and a half at Minnesota. You're going to get to wake up on Sunday and have a little more credit than you thought you did
0: because you played Arizona State at 9 p.m. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. And that'll move us into the NFL. So not counting turkey game or turkey day, excuse me. Not counting turkey day, but this is on Sunday. I love the sheet on Sunday. I've been waiting. I think that's the problem where I've lost the past couple Sundays it's not because I've had bad picks. Yeah, they've been bad, but I think we've just had bad games. We haven't had a good a good board in two or three weeks, but I think we've got one this week.
2: I, yeah, I agree. I, I, last week I didn't love the board. Uh, ended up 3-2, and two, but this week I love – it looks great. There's just some favorable matchups and lines out there that are really, really enticing. Yep. Well, why don't we start off
0: with uh, the brawl in Cleveland – oh uh, i'd love 2. to you know yeah the cleveland at pittsburgh go ahead and tell me why pittsburgh's gonna cover
2: this game even though they're not go ahead whoa okay uh first off duck hodges
0: the, you, you say that like that's a guy who's won 150 career games in the nfl
2: i know he so i think his inexperience helps him i don't think he understands how big the ignorance moment is. is bliss type of ignorance thing. is bliss kind of like Gardner Minshew a couple games this year yeah just playing with house money kind of like got that kind of wild hair in him oh absolutely yeah. his name's duck because like he's from, this guy's from mortimer jordan high school north of birmingham yeah he's like a duck calling champion or state champion or something uh i love this guy i mean he'd be one trait I mean, the Steelers won some games with Rudolph. They had to, I hated their offense during that time with him. Um, Mike Tomlin was asked this week, you know, what why move to De- Devlin Hodges here, you know, and he said, he pretty leaned, evident. He leaned into the mic. He said he hasn't killed us.
0: Yeah, Mason Rudolph has completely killed the Steelers. He sucks. He's not good. So the he's Q- really bad.
2: I mean, the, the QB change I'm excited about. I didn't want to see Rudolph start against these guys. There's no Miles Garrett. They're at home. Revenge game. Um, not to mention that defense is still that defense. For is James Conner playing? James Conner's still questionable, but Benny Snell looked good last week. Yeah, man, but that's I. I and just, Jalen Samuels is good.
0: Jalen Samuels, they didn't like give him a touch the first
2: half hardly. That, last that's week. That's true, but he's they still got him. And Why not?
0: I thought he was by far the most talented back, and I, not that I might have started him in FanDuel or anything. And he doesn't get any touches, and I, I don't know. I just don't think a three headed monster of Benny Snell, Jalen Samuels, and and Edmonds doesn't scare me. That's all I'm saying. Well,
2: this is the first time the Browns have been favored in Pittsburgh since 1989. Bernie wonder why. Kosar was a quarterback. wonder why. Dude, There's Vegas, a reason for that. it's plus two, Steelers. Give me the money line. This I'm, defense is serious. I'm taking Cleveland.
0: Baker's three – they're 3-0, three oh, the Browns are, since Baker dressed like a bum or Uncle Buck in that post-game press conference. That, that was the last sad moment they've going to have until they get beat by Baltimore Week 16. But they're uh, – yeah, they're going to be – the Steelers aren't a playoff team. They're in the sixth seed right now.
2: I the Steelers think. are a wild-card playoff team, they are not and it making, starts with this win. They are not making the wild-card. It's, it's going to be a close game. They're going to win outright, getting two points. Late third quarter, we're going to need a stop. We're going to need a turnover. They're going to play Rittengade, and Baker's going to give it up to 39, Minka Fitzpatrick, and the place is going to erupt at Field. We will see. We I'm, will see. We're I'm, on opposite sides, clearly. i want opposite sides of
0: that one, Yeah. Uh, my next play, this is not a sexy pick at all. Jets at Cincinnati. Andy Dalton's back, baby. Oh, is he? Back in the saddle. Renamed the starter after having his starting position ripped out from under him. Scraped out on his birthday. It oh, man, him. that was
2: so <laughs> disrespectful.
0: One of my quiet, sneaky, favorite moments of the year was Andy Dalton getting benched on his birthday. That was so rough. Hours after the trade deadline where he didn't even get to ex- explore a trade or possible That was options. vindictive. Vindictive as hell. Hook. but yeah
2: uh they're going back to the red rifle plus three and a half i love them at home i it, saw this game and didn't even look any further <laughs> i just kept moving jets have been playing too
0: good they've been playing too good i think they win but i think they win by three okay also, also kind of like over 41
2: interesting stuff there yeah. staying away go ahead next game for you uh next game for me titans plus two and a half um who the hell are they playing i already the forgot the colts that's right and uh yeah, I kind of like the Colts was buying them early in the year, but not lately, uh, especially without Marlon Mack. I mean, that O line's still good, but the Titans just boat race the Jags, who I still think are pretty good. The Tan Man is the, is maybe the quarterback of Nashville's future. The Tan Man is rolling right now. Rolling. He really is. And they're feeding Derrick Henry like they should be. He's yes. eating. Yes. I mean, this this Titans team looks good. Uh plus two and a half. It's a huge game for that division. I, I love the Titans here in the spot.
0: Nice. I'm not playing anything in that game. I don't feel like I have any feel for Indianapolis or Tennessee. Every time I bet them, I'm on the wrong side, so I'm just staying off. Uh, next game I'm playing is a shame. This game is a noon game, but San Francisco going to Baltimore. That is six. a shame.
2: It's not prime time. Absolute
0: shame, man. This game should be on a Sunday night or Monday night game. Unfortunately, San Francisco is basically playing a 9 a.m. West Coast time game in Baltimore. Baltimore is laying six. Uh, so, so, I mean, to recap what they did last
2: week, they absolutely embarrassed Sean McVay and the Rams. Absolutely embarrassed him. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have yet to punt the ball in the last three games, except for twice. And that was when Robert Griffin, the third was at quarterback late in the game. He's
0: doing, he's doing stuff we hadn't seen in a long time. Madden, the video game just made him the fastest quarterback in the history of the game, surpassing 2004 Vic, which is notable. Um, to me, notable to some, <laughs> to some, but yeah. Uh, so, so where are you I, like at I, on this game? I, I, I can't, how could you not bet Baltimore? Like, oh, I, said, I am, yeah, I am minus the six. I'm laying the six. Uh, like I said, it's just not that the 49ers aren't playing great ball, they're like, great, they're, they're playing. I still expect them, the NFC. NFC, clearly, uh, the, I don't think the Packers are for real after that. Mm-mm. There's no way you could be confident as a Packers fan going into the playoffs after watching that last week.
2: Um, yeah, their O-line's banged up, and they're just, uh, yeah. The defense isn't good enough. Yeah, um, but I'm with you. It's got to m- be them or the Saints, and so that, that I think they play the – how about
0: that stretch group for San Francisco? Green Bay, at Baltimore, New Orleans. Yeah, it's a tough stretch. Uh, yeah, so we're going to find out, but yeah. I still like I like I can't jump off the Lamar train.
2: Yeah, like I said last week, I'm not hopping off this gravy train until it kicks me off. No. Uh, Ravens minus six against one of the best teams in the league. I can't be scared of this because of what they've shown me. Yeah, I'm on them. No, I'm with you on that one. And I have all the respect for the Niners this year, but these Ravens are they're they're Super Bowl Ravens. They look like it. They sure look like it. Uh, next game for you. Next game for me. Um, Jags plus one. Pick them. Um, Nick Foles is due. Nick he's Foles due. is due. He's due for a win. Um, he's gonna get it. He's. I, I mean, the defense is looking rough. The defense looks rough. I kind of lean over, actually. Um, but yeah, I mean, I simply just think Nick Foles is due. He's gonna get a win this weekend. Um, they showed a little, you know, a little fight in that Titans game last weekend. They got a little out of hand, but I'm taking the uh, the Jags money line. They're plus one. Uh, No-brainer for me. I mean, the bucks they're just so hot and cold. I, I don't know. Yeah, and it's the exact reason why. I don't want to get burned by Jameis again two weeks in a row, so I'm just going to lay
0: off that. If, yeah. i do not Not saying that that's going to happen, but if it does, I just don't want to be a victim of it
2: again. I, I just don't think Jameis burns anybody two weeks in a row. Oh, he probably doesn't. You're right about that. But Nick Foles is due. Simple as that. Leonard Fournette's going to have a big day. Give me the Jags.
0: Give you the Jags. Uh, my next game, how many more do you have? Uh, two more two more same uh you got anything oakland kansas city nope i am taking the chiefs minus the 10. wow big number yeah uh, just, uh oakland's i think their schedule's finally catching up to them a little bit and this is kansas city's coming off a bye week at home I, that's a big number 10 points but i think the secondary uh issues are where oakland lacks or it's where they're Biggest concerns are, and I think uh, obviously Mahomes is going to expose that at home in Arrowhead. I, I like them to win pretty handedly, I, I'd say by 17 to 24.
2: Tyreek Hill is expected to play, but questionable. So it'll be good to, to pay attention to his status because he's huge factor. Yeah, huge
0: factor. Um, yeah, if he, if he plays, I, that might be a two-unit play for me.
2: If he doesn't, probably a one-unit play, but still a play.
0: And then uh, what about you next game?
2: Um, My next game is the Patriots at Texans. Uh, That's a dome. They'll be nice and warm inside. No weather and no adverse conditions. This total is 45 and a half. And I am thinking it's going to soar over, folks. We're on the over in the Patriots-Texans. I mean, it's simple. It's the GOAT and Tom Brady versus uh, MJ, as we call Deshaun Watson. I'm on the Patriots
0: minus three. And I'm on the under 45. What? Why? Well, have you seen the Patriots last four games? Everything's an under party. They let the defense squash you. This it's been rainstorm after rainstorm. I'm just saying the Texans have no O line. I don't see how they score.
2: Have you seen the Texans defense? Yeah, doesn't I think, stop anybody. The, the
0: Patriots offense doesn't look great.
2: They haven't looked great, but I mean, They're it's Tom. He's, offense. he's they gonna just
0: p- control the clock, let the defense give you good field position executing the red zone, and that's how they win games.
2: He's They've shown a little weaknesses on offense lately, but they're going to get it together this week. Like I said, in a dome, they're going to be able to run the ball. They're going to be able to throw the ball. Doesn't matter to who. He's going to score. Deshaun's going to answer. I like the Patriots to win here, but that that Patriots defense isn't what it was in the beginning of the year. I mean, they're good. Don't get me wrong, but you can run on them, and Deshaun can make plays. So I think this over 45 is pretty easy. I, I'm sticking with my
0: under. Sticking with the under. I guess you don't
2: I, like money. I love money. That's right. I <laughs> we'll don't see. like it.
0: I love it. I love it. So that'll wrap up. Recap your college. Sheet, I mean, your NFL sheet right quick.
2: All right. Let's see. Include Turkey Day. Include Turkey Day. Yeah,
0: everything NFL.
2: I'm taking the Bears. I'm taking the Cowboys. I'm taking the Saints all on Turkey Day. Uh, let's see. We're going Titans plus two and a half. Jags money line. Steelers money line. Ravens minus six. Uh, Pats Texans over 45. And maybe a Monday night lean Seahawks minus three. Yeah. Well,
0: I'm not, I haven't even looked at Monday. I think we're going to try to come back on Monday. So we'll have that play for you. Word. Uh, next week. But my sheet, I am laying the Chicago four and a half. Uh, I am Buffalo plus, I'm going to buy that to seven. Buffalo plus seven. Uh, New Orleans, I'm, I'm taking New Orleans. I don't care if it's seven or six or six and a half. I'm, I'll buy the hook one way or the other. And then uh Cleveland Moneyline uh Cincinnati plus the four by a hook there, Baltimore minus six, Kansas City minus the ten, New England minus the three under forty-five, and also lean in over forty one in that Cincinnati Jets game, but not sure if I'm gonna play that or not. But that that wraps it up uh, for NFL picks. Lovely. We're on some opposite shit this week. We are it's going to be interesting.
2: It's going to be extremely interesting. Starting tomorrow. Yeah. Can I can I read you my future sheet right? Oh yeah. Just let's hear it. we were
0: talking about it because I at UAB like I said maybe the only thing that's alive. Oh, I, well, I do have obviously I have the Tide plus two hundred before the year. Not great value there when you can get them at twelve hundred right now. So that, those two are sitting there. But they're I mean, under ten and a half when Ohio State wins minus two hundred, risking two hundred to win hundred. That that is an immediate loss. That was a terrible bet and this one this is the one these two how how bad are these Eric King to win the Heisman
2: oh yeah do you even know
0: that name is do you remember that name oh i remember him yeah so uh, you kind of talked me into this one. i didn't talk you into it but you told me about a predicament so he was i'm looking through my Heisman odds on my site you were looking through your Heisman odds on the other site you say, who's this Derek King guy? Yeah. I'd never heard that name before.
2: He was even money. So I'm like, who is this Heisman front runner before the season he's starts? He's even money. So I go look and he's not
0: quarterback. I look, even money guys, not on my sheet. I start scrolling all the way down. Must have scrolled through 250 names. I find him down there 90 to one. So, quite the discrepancy.
2: It was a flaw in the system. If I was you, I would have to put a little on that, too. Yeah, well, I did, and he redshirted. <laughs> yeah, he redshirted after <laughs> to, to Dana Holgerson. All, they all. lost a few games. He was probably like, look, son, oh, yeah. we're going to be better next year. Just just redshirt. Let's save you a season, and we'll, we'll, we'll get back up next year. Yeah, That's absurd. I even heard of that. I know. I wish I could roll Tough that into 2020.
0: There. But, unfortunately, it's a 2019 bet.
2: And then also, yeah, I got
0: Jared Goff, 30-1 uh, to 1 to win the MVP. Looking great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <yikes. laughs> yeah. Jared Goff's dead. I mean, I read three articles calling him the most overpaid quarterback in football, and he got a contract less than a year ago. So, uh, not great there. But then the Super Bowl still holding out. I got Patriots plus six fifty and Niners eleven to one. I gotta. I almost. I need the Ravens to like pump off, let off the gas a little bit, so I can get some value on them. They're creeping up there to like three and a half to four and a half to one. It doesn't make sense for me to bet them. If it's going to be that i'll just wait till the afc championship game when they're playing the patriots and then hammer them i like that, that that's the only play i got right now
2: oh my god i'm, I'm getting off track here I, if, if i apologize if you can hear this background noise it sounds like a stampede I don't know because there's can. about four dogs upstairs just going nuts they're going
0: ham right now uh, i don't know if they can hear that or not but hopefully not the that'll wrap us up um we'll be back next monday it's going to be at quite so feast week uh Stay on it. Uh, there's games tipping off every time you turn your head. Bama did not cover. Or they pushed. They, they lost by nine. Yeah. On the dot. So uh, They on, fought hard then. the end. They did fight hard. Proud of them. Proud of them. But uh, they play Iowa State tomorrow now. These games, or like I said, these tournaments are wild. So get in on the action. It's a wild ride. You'll, you won't regret it. Stay sharp. Stay
2: sharp. Uh, last word in business, what will we right now to? Uh, Let's go Slide um, slide the Family Stone Thank you for letting me Be my sick. Exactly <laughs> yeah. We're
0: thankful this week We are very thankful this week um, Enjoy Thanksgiving everyone Roll Tide Iron Bowl 28-20 My prediction 27-20 Fingers prediction Either way Tide win We'll see you next <laughs>
1: Thank you.